It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. Headspacers, what's happening? Woo! Hey, hey. Virtual studio. We are so excited to have you all. I have here today with us our co-host, Christy. What's up, girl? What's up? What's up, Headspacers? All right. And we have Crystal. What's up, Crystal? Good. It's good to see y'all today. You know, guess what, y'all? We are here. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank all of you who are tuning in on our live show. Remember, we broadcast on Saturdays, um, 11 a.m. Eastern time. And so we are here, um, here Eastern time. And, and those of you that are tuning in via our podcast, we literally have listeners all over the world and they tune in on the podcast. Welcome to the conversation. Uh, we're so glad to have you. Some of our studio audience is chiming in. Uh, my mama is on there. Good morning. Mama is lit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mama is lit. Our boy Kevin out in Denver is saying good morning, Dr. D. Good morning, Kevin. Good to see you, brother. Those of you that are tuning in live, make sure you make your presence known. Let us know what's happening. We always want you to engage in our conversation because we got a lot to talk about. A lot has been happening. A lot has been happening in the world. Um, but I want to give a shout out, special shout out to Elevation Global Media, uh, the Elevation Global Media Group. Thank you so much for just all your support. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, we definitely appreciate uh, the fact that we get to be a part of this uh, Elevation Global Media Group. And uh, y'all, let's get to talking. What in the what has been going on? So first of all, this show would have to be at least two days long, two to three days long, consistently, consecutively, to get through everything that's been going on over the past month that we've been on break. Um, but I don't even know what, you know, Dr. Mike, Crystal, you guys, you guys start because I, I just don't even know where to begin. Well, Plus, I think Mason's going to make me have to go get him. Yes, we got Mason because Mason <laughs> is our other co-host and he's probably upset that I did not give him a shout out. Oh, uh, that's, what know, that's what it was. So I'll, I'll, I'll be out. right back. That's all, that's all that's all good so we are um we are dealing with uh, uh the situation um Shavella, my wife well you know we can really start now because Shavella has tuned in and so Shavella, hey boo hey boo thank you for tuning in so first of all we got to talk about it costs an arm and a leg to fill up our gas tanks oh my goodness I think I'm going to have to just buy an air mattress and sleep at work. <laughs> like that's going to be my solution. <laughs> Take I mean, a shower at the YMCA. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we need to work from home for real, for real, man. Yeah. I, you know, and it's, and I'm one of those people that I know when people like, um, they post on social media, like, like for instance, in the summertime, I always laugh at people when they post a picture of the thermometer in the car, right? Yes, we know it's a hundred degrees out. Like that's, that's like, we know this It's summer, like that's, you know, in the winter, we know it's like 
two degrees out. <laughs> like, and so I'm one of those people that like I kind of am a cynic when it comes to those things. And it was one of those things that when people started complaining about the gas price, I was like, come on, y'all, we know the gas prices are going up. Like, why are we acting like this is this is brand new? But then, like, we've had high gas, but I've never experienced it like this. Like, and, and listeners tuning in, have y'all ever experienced it like this? Like, I have never experienced the high gas prices like this. Yeah, I haven't either. And then you know how like people used to be like, oh, it's a flex to, to post like what type of car you have or whatever. I want to see a gas tank. Show me a picture of your gas tank. Is it on full or is it like? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Where is it at? I know, I know that I have been, Um, and, and one of the things like here in Maryland, we um at one point they did um suspend the gas tax. So, you know, for our listeners, understand that the price that we see at the pump is a combination of things. Like for instance, um, the gas itself may cost one thing, but then there's extra taxes that kind of pay for, you know, the environment, the cost to do business. I know here in Maryland, it's close to 40 cents or maybe 30 to 40 cents. I can't remember exact number, but it's like, it's added to what the cost of gas is. So like when we see the pump, for instance, I was at Costco and it was like four, it was like 480 something, right? For regular. Um, 40, 30%, like 30 cents of that is from the, that tax. Apparently there's another tax from the federal government. So like there's close to like, I want to say close to a dollar in taxes before we even get to what the price of gas is, which is why I think um, Texas, like whenever I'm in Texas, the gas seems to be just the cheapest ever. Um, but it, it's just really crazy. Um, Annette is saying that... Um, over eight, she, I'm guessing she's saying that nope, she's never experienced it like this. It is over eight dollars a gallon in LA, and LA is always expensive anyway. I just, I mean, what will you do, Crystal, if like it, it's eight dollars a gallon to fill your gas? I have to figure out how to ride the bus. I don't know. I have clearly <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Like, honestly, there has to be like some ride sharing program. Or you only do everything in direction, like you know, I'm going to go to the store. Everything that's in this area, I'm going to do those things, and and that's it. Those are the only things that I can do. I keep no more road trips, none of that. And it and if you think about it, it's not really economical to even get an electric car because electricity bills are sky to the high. All the home bills have gone up too. Yeah, let's no, just break right. break out Mo and Joe. The left leg and the right leg. <laughs> the right foot and the left foot. The delivery fee of gas to my home is more than what I actually use. Bills this past winter, almost $400 mm. a month. So it's not even just the, and I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about the fact that if you rely on oil um, for your um, for your home, that that's also impacted too. Wow. I just, ooh, we got to figure out something, um, Brother Joe. Yeah, because it's going to make everything else go up. Because if you think everything is delivered as far as the food yeah. to the grocery stores, um, um, the tractors that they use to harvest the food, you know, yeah. um, as far as the, the people that the farmers. So that's yeah. going to be an added cost from their end that they're going to pass it on down to us. So I guess we're all just going to be vegan. Um, because, <laughs> and become uh, gardeners. Become yep. gardeners. Mm -hmm. And remember back in the day when, you, when your mom used to be like, you ain't hungry, just drink some water? That's all we're going to be doing is drinking water. Like, <laughs> oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and do that now. 
Go ahead and drink some water. That's true. You can drink you some gotta water. You got to laugh to keep from crying. Well, we are praying. We are praying about that because I think that that um, this gas thing and this this whole inflation of how things are, you know, and I think depending on where you are um, financially determines how you view it. Because I imagine there are some folks that don't even realize that gas is what it is. And then there are other folk who do. So I just, I, I guess I don't want, I don't want any of our listeners to think that we are belittling um, where you are. It, it's one of, it, it really is. You could have said it earlier, Crystal. I mean, Christy, you said you got to laugh to keep from crying. And mm-hmm. it's like, that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's one of the things that you just have to figure out how to do with what you can do with it. But whoo, it's, mm. it's rough. So and then they're talking, uh, go ahead. So then the other piece of it is, so we got, had that going on. Then they decided um to um they they the the january 6th so january 6th back what was that 2022 yeah 2021 we're in 22 right now we're in 2022 okay look it all these last three years have been blending together so we remember january 6th it was this big thing it was the day that the election the presidential election was supposed to be certified by congress and we know about the whole issue of how that played out. And so there's been this committee that has been meeting and we have been hearing pieces of it. Well, finally, they are revealing their um, results. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's it's a whole like show. It's a whole I was watching uh, one of my favorite um, <laughs> my favorite commentators or influencers, I guess. And they were like, it's it's giving a whole like mini series of yeah. what they're doing. And it, it is it's theatrical, but necessarily. Like, I don't even think that they're going overboard or doing too much with it. I mean, you've seen these images, and some of these were new images that they showed on what was that Thursday? Mm-hmm. But like the overlay with the emergency calls, and then with uh former President Trump's com- you know, comments, mm-hmm. it it was quite disturbing and that's just the best word i can find right now i think back to did you have mrs reed in you for u.s history in 11th grade i did so i think back to that class Mm -hmm. and how we had to study different aspects of history and i feel like those students in about 10 years taking the ap u.s history exam may have a dbq on the january 6th um insurrection and, 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 you know, and it's one of those things that we talk about being apolitical at the end of the day, like the cameras don't lie. Like you can be mad at the spin that the, that the, the um, media may have put on it. But I mean, we saw with our own eyes, like that was pretty, that was pretty crazy. And, and just hearing some of the feedback of what, you know, what the, you always got to look at what the intent. And I know um, Crystal, I know you were pre-law. Um, and I mean, you're in law enforcement. Um, isn't that something that's always looked at? Is like, what is the intent of what was supposed to be happening? Like a lot of times, you know, if a person, um, I think that's the difference between manslaughter and murder, right? It's all about right. the intent. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you could you could mm-hmm. accidentally murder, you could accidentally kill someone, and so it may not be murder, but you still did kill them, right? And so right. it could be. It's all about the intent, right? Right, because there's a difference between like premeditated murder as well. When you you've thought about it, you've plotted it out, then you went ahead and did it through, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, some and then then on you have the so you have the, that piece of it. You have this this group of folk who were mad about the results of the election. I get it. You're upset about the results of the election. Like I I get it. I have a feeling that this this next election coming up, there are going to be people who weren't upset about the last election. They're going to be upset about this one, right? You know, I mean that's just that's just par for the course. But what do you do about it? Like, do, is it really? I don't know, y'all. I just I have a hard time with this. That you know, somebody even posted this, and you know, I'm not trying to make this be about race. However, there are some there's some things there with it. But somebody even posted. They said some folk got less time in prison for what they did with that than for smoking weed or or possessing weed. And I'm just like, you know, weed is legal in a a, a, most, piece, most a nice states. chunk of the country now. So. Listen, we could spend the rest of the show on this, uh, but just they were savages. They yeah. were savages. They were animals. They they were just it was absolutely revolting. Absolutely revolting. And we shall yeah. say I'm, I'm looking forward to the miniseries. I will be. I am, too. I am, too. And I think and I believe that every American, regardless of where you sit in your politics, should watch and see what evidence is presented, right? Absolutely. And, and um, I think that's that. Before we go to um, um, my heads up, um, want to make sure we uh, still um, make mention of um, the result. You know, these these mass shootings that are still happening around our country. Um, I think the there's is even since Uvalde and even before that Buffalo, there was one here in Maryland. Um, apparently, um, in Maryland, in Western Maryland, mm -hmm. there was a mass shooting. And some folk um, went to work that morning and didn't come home, mm -hmm. um, didn't come home at night. And I just, uh, you know, I just want to take a few moments on behalf of the Headspace with Dr. Mike team is to um, let the family, families and friends of those who were impacted by all of those mass shootings know that we love and, and we're, we're praying. I mean, I know, I, I, I don't know about you, but I get a fatigued of the thoughts and prayers. Mm -hmm. And this is coming from a, a preacher. Like, I, I know the power of prayer. I do believe in the power of prayer. But I also believe that faith without works is dead. And I believe that there comes a point where there is something that we need to do besides just giving the blanket, I'm praying for you. Well, you're praying for us, but what is your prayer? You know, my, I, you know, I, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit in my, in my head, in my head note, in my heads up that, you know, we say we're going to pray, but what we, what are we praying for? Right. Are we just praying that people get peace or are we praying for resolution? Mm -hmm. And then when the resolution comes about, there are ideas for what the resolution is. You know, I could preach on this all day, y'all. But, you know, I love it when people bring me their, these are the problems, but don't have any ideas of what the solutions are. Well, what are the solutions? And, you know, I don't think any normal person is saying that we need to just ban guns in the country. I don't think anybody is saying that. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that there are some things that do need to be taken into consideration. I think that the fact that a 21-year-old, I mean, an 18-year-old can't do a whole lot of stuff, but they can buy a AR-15 rifle that when it shoots somebody, it pulverizes them. Like, there's you you couldn't recognize the victims. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's an assault rifle. Like, why? why? I think that the mental, we keep on talking about mental health, but you're not putting any funding. You Come on, government. Come on, Congress. You saying that we mental health is an issue? Well, are you funding the mental health agencies you know, here in Maryland? We're, we're in the process of closing down state hospitals, right? 
you know so what what are we doing so my thing is all right if we're going to say we're going to pray then let's let's go ahead and do what we got to do kevin said uvaldi hit too close to home uh, we need to band together and create laws for the mental health crisis here in america i i agree kevin i think that that's a piece of the puzzle and and what i appreciate from you is that you're offering some sorts of solution but we need to get those people that can make these decisions to start putting their money where their mouth is amen Agreed. <laughs> well on that note you know what let's go ahead and uh let's just take um uh-oh let's just take uh one quick break because um you know y'all gonna get me preaching here 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors here in 2021 everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer our man garrett brace is one of those guys you need on your team we at Headspace with Dr. Michael, clients of his, as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. Woo! All right, y'all. So <clears throat> over the past few months, uh, my family and I had some oh, serious challenges. Um, uh, you may have noticed that we weren't on the air for a good month, and um, it, it was it was because of those challenges. I'm not going to lie; there were some challenges that were going on. Um, the main piece was financial, um, and and why I bring that up. First of all, Sherelle and I are stronger than ever. Ever, our marriage is not on the rocks because you know whenever you you got to make sure you uh, let take the stick out the devil's hand they ain't got nothing to do with our marriage is good <laughs> so little mike is doing well uh things things are good with that but what was happening was um one every i think all of us have a we have a spot we have this thing that i i, I like to call it the devil's um clinch hitter and what it is is that he can kind of tap onto some particular area and for for us uh to kind of get us off path is financial. It's like when our finances just go crazy, um, that's when stuff happens. And for me, you know, I've been in this health journey for a long time. One of my triggers, I'm very clear, is in the financial area. So when finances kind of just go off, when things are just not going the way they need to go financially, when we have financial challenges, um, it, it, uh, it, it's a trigger. And what happens is I tend to step off of, of my health plan uh, my primarily and just everything else. And, and knowing this, I found myself waiting. I, I just find myself, I'll, I'll put myself on something. Things are going really well, but I'm waiting for the bottom to fall out. And it always inevitably is something that's even deeper than what I expected. You know how we have some challenges. It's like, oh, we have these challenges and um, um, these things are happening, but I'm able to, to plus through them. And usually I can do, but then all of a sudden I, I can tell when my blessing is right around the corner, when our blessing as a family is right around the corner, because that attack is just even stronger. I believe in spiritual warfare and I believe that that thing is big. And um, one of the things I found is that I always say I'm going to um, do better. But then it's like when the challenge gets there, it's heavier. And in and, and this particular situation, um, while we were going through the challenge, I, I lost my sense of creativity. Um, I just, I would try to sit down and try to, you know, even put the ideas together. What are we going to talk about for Headspace? And just couldn't do it. Um, I'm not able to fully sleep. Um, even if I'm sleeping, it's not fully restful. Um, and, and not to mention, I, in turn, I'm aggravated, right? <laughs> everything is bothering me. Everything is frustrating me. And, and 
one of the things that I, I realized, and it, was, it took um, a couple of good friends of mine, my family, of course, but then also just spending some time with the word. And by the word, I'm talking about the word of God and hearing God say, you know, when David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor its seed begging bread, you know, holding on to the promises of God, holding on to the plan, the fact that um, I have to trust God. Um, there are times where I may not see it, but I have to trust it. And that's hard, y'all. And um, one of the things that kind of came out of that season was how I'm good at making a commitment a commitment to, you know, eat better, a commitment to spend more time with my family, a commitment to um, do this show, a commitment to um, take a walk every day. Like we talk about making commitments, but you know what one thing I, I failed to do is I failed to make a commitment to commit. And, and you may be saying, Mike, that, that sounds kind of crazy, but let's think about it. Very rarely do I hear when people are putting vision boards together or putting their, their expectations and stuff together for what they're going to do, that they say, you know what, I'm going to commit to committing. And, and, that, and, and, and I guess the key here is understanding what exactly does it mean to commit? What it means is when I'm committing, I'm committing to pressing through even in spite of the bottom falling out. I'm, I'm committed to saying, you know what? I'm committing to this commitment. I'm committing to the fact that there was a reason why I set this expectation for myself. There's a reason why I said I wanted A. There was a reason why I said I wanted B. There's a reason why I said I wanted C. And you know what? I'm going to commit to commit to that, right? I'm going to actually say, you know what? It's time for me to go ahead and, and, and do what it means. It may mean that things are going to be uncomfortable for a little while longer, but guess what? It's because I'm holding up to my commitment. And um, I think back to um, Philippians 3.14, when Paul says, I press toward the prize of the higher calling, which is in Christ Jesus. And a lot of times, you know, we, we talk about the fact that, that Paul's commitment was to make sure he got the gospel out. And ultimately, um, our role as those of us who are Christians, you know, our role is to get the gospel message of Jesus Christ out and about and really stop building up his kingdom. Um, but what I appreciate about that whole concept is that there are areas by which we do that. For instance, this show is a part of that plan, right? There, me getting my health where it needs to get to is a part of that plan because how can I be effective in, in sharing with other people the, the power of a disciplined life if I'm not exhibiting a disciplined life myself, right? And so you always got to think about where all those things fit in the scheme of things. And he said, I press toward the prize, the idea that, you know what, in spite of everything that may be going on around me, I am in a race and I've put on these blinders. When you think about it, like I am, you know, you think about a horse race. A lot of times when you see horses racing, they actually have blinders. And what that is, is that literally blocks them from seeing the other things that are happening on both sides of them. And he says, you know what? I am so fixed on where it is I'm mm, supposed to be heading. Y'all got me talking. I'm so fixed on what it is that's supposed to be ahead that I am committed to committing to making sure I get there, that nothing is going to stop me from that. In spite of what it may look like, in spite of what it may sound like, there may be something that I hear on the other side, but it doesn't matter because I'm not paying attention to it because I see what I'm supposed to see at the finish line. And I think that that's something that's important for me. And that was really a big conviction for me. And that was something that I wanted to share with you all about making sure we're committing to commit, right? We're making that commitment to commit. And on that note, guess what, y'all? That's my heads up.
follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. All right. Commitment to commit. Commitment to commit. We got to do it. We got to do it, y'all. We got to commit to commit. And part of my commitment to commit is uh, making sure that we get um, headspace with Dr. Mike where it needs to be because we play a big role in that. And so that's that's something I'm going to do. And I can't let these things get in the way. Um, the queen. Who, Beyonce? Word <laughs> <laughs> of the street is that she's up to something because uh, she's been striking, um, striking all her stuff off of her social media. They said something about that. Usually when she does it, that means she's about to throw something out there. You think she's up to something, Crystal? It says it's been six years since she's dropped an album, so she may be releasing really? some music. Really, mm-hmm. really, huh? Sorry, I got us. I got us onto another topic, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, you were talking about that queen. Uh, we weren't talking about that queen. We weren't talking about that queen. We were talking about Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth has had seventy years on the throne. Now that that's pretty impressive. Now, I, I, I don't care who you are. That is pretty impressive. Um, fascinating. And she's a snazzy dresser for, what is she, 96? Yes. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, yeah. I mean, she, you know, I don't necessarily think y'all should put on what she wears because she's kind of short. So that would And she's 96. But for 90s, I mean, she... She, I mean, she wears the bright colors. She she committed to the bright colors, like yes. that green she had on. I feel like I had a pair of pants when back when we used to wear cross colors. That oh, was boy. that same um that same color, but she mm-hmm. you know she. And what I appreciate about it was she said, "Y'all go ahead and have your little party. I'm gonna go ahead and rest. So <laughs> I'm gonna go out on this. I'm gonna go out on this little um this balcony, and I'm gonna go ahead and wave. Let the people see me. Listen, sis is tired." She's right. been, like you said, she's been doing this for 70 years. <laughs> the, the wave and all of that for for 70 years. I, I'll, I'll say this. I didn't, I think I was watching maybe the Today Show and they were doing, sure. you know, their special on it. I, I'm always still, even today, so amazed about how invested the United States is in what they do across right. the pond. Right. Um, I, I don't really I don't really care I, I really I don't you. I don't really care I only thing I really watched was the marriage of um um oh my lord Harry and uh, Megan yes my mom called me during the the party at the palace or whatever she was calling me all excited she was like are you watching the party at the palace I said mom no I'm not watching but you enjoy I'm not shading or you know if that's what does it for you gone but no i'm not watching party at the palace <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm with you I'm, i am kind of fascinated though at how americans i mean didn't we uh declare our independence from them like a long time ago like wasn't that a whole wasn't that like a whole thing <laughs> like, but you know i was watching um the the talk and one of the things that people were talking about 
um, with the, the monarchy and stuff. And they were saying that's really all England has. Like at the end of the day, when it comes to when you talk about England, it's the whole the whole monarchy. Like that's really what draws people to them. I think they said something like um, they make over like 40 something billion dollars because of the monarchy. Like, wow. like it's, a, it's a huge amount of money that comes in because of that. So, hey, it's working for them. I mean, seriously, the weather's not that great over there. Um, <laughs> it really, I mean, seriously, it's not, I mean, it's the food. I never hear people talking about, whoo, you got to have that, that British food, like that English, this English. I mean, there's nothing that really sticks out that makes people say, oh, you know, it's really the whole royal thing. Like, that's what draws their money. So, hey, do what y'all going to do. Um, we got it. What else you got for us, Christy? Congratulations to Queen Elizabeth, I guess. Yes. Okay. Before, before we change, I want to say real quick about her bright colors. She's quoted as saying um, she wears the bright colors so that the people can see her. And she says, um, you have to be seen to be believed. Oh. Oh, I love that quote. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Oh, okay. Mother. okay, she's a diva. <laughs> That's that's awesome. Well, well, speaking mm-hmm. of being seen and oh Lord, who's gotten all the attention? This Monique and D.L. Hughley saga. Now we're not going to stay on this long, but we would be remiss if we did not talk about that, especially being from Baltimore. Let me just say that as I wear my Charm City Queen um, T-shirt. Let me just say this: Monique is embarrassing us. She may be 100% right with her contractual issues with the promoter and all of that, but the it is how you handle things. And that is what she has been challenged by for the past, yeah, exactly, for the past six years. And I don't know if it's this husband, bless you, baby. If it's this husband, she didn't seem this off the hook before Precious. I don't know, was it the, was it the Oscar? That just took her to this diva status, and I'm not saying she a woman's not worth. You know, when people lose weight, they we 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 tend to lose our minds a little bit too. So yeah, Didn't she lose some weight too. She lost some weight, a lot of weight actually. And mm-hmm. happy for her. That's all wonderful. But but I and I I it's the thing is most of the time it her message has merit. Yeah, it's the delivery of that message mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which she loses people, and then we can't even hear your message. It's like a trash can serving uh, filet mignon and crab cake and lobster on a trash can lid. Well, she's the late. I mean, she's declared war on a lot of folk. I mean, starting with Oprah, Tyler Perry. Um, I think she did um, come back. She had to come to Jesus with uh, what's his name, uh, Daniels. Um, Lee Daniels. Daniels, because I think she's doing something with him. Um, but now this whole DL Hughley thing, it. You know, at the whole, and if, if to our listeners, if you're following the whole thing, like go back and kind of just follow it. It's, it's, it's kind of they. She and D.L. Hughley were set to be headliners for something in Detroit, and somehow another things. I don't know if wires got crossed. I don't know if certain people didn't sign certain things, but basically, she was beefing because D.L. Hughley, I think, was considered more of the headliner than her. Um, and one of the things that D.L. Hughley responded back was, you know, you need to take this up with your management. Like, that's why you pay. That's why you hire people to take care of your business. Like, that's not 
And, and if I remember correctly, as I watched the clips, most of her set was about that. So like, wait a minute, didn't you get hired in to tell other jokes? Like that was just 10 minutes. I don't know if did you see the whole thing? Oh, that's right, because it was 45 minutes. So yeah, yeah she, that was just the, the first 10 minutes okay. of it. She did eventually Still, tell jokes. She was paid for 45 minutes. And did you know that this DL Hughley thing was going to come up before you you came on? So now you owe the people another 10, you know, 10 minutes or 10, 10 minutes worth of money, I guess. I don't know. I just um I look, those of us who call ourselves entrepreneurs, you re that's one of the reasons why you need to go ahead and make the investment in getting the right people on your team. You know, if you don't have a law degree, you shouldn't be approving contracts. I mean, I'm just saying, I remember my barber, Mike, Mike Miller, remember Mike Miller, Christy, Mike Bumpy Miller. He, he was my barber for, for years. And, um, one, and I was telling him about how I was going, I bought some clippers cause I was going to, you know, try to do something with myself. And he said to me, he said, look, he said, you a speaker. He said, that's what you do well. He said, you didn't go to school to be a barber. <laughs> so go ahead and let the people that know how to barber, let them do, you know, and, and, that, and that was true. That was, that was gold. Like I owe him a love offer for that because that was so true. Like if, if you don't know, let the people that know what they do. Now, if you got the wrong people on your team, then that's, you know, you need to do your due diligence to make sure you vet the right person. What you got to say about that, Crystal? I wholeheartedly agree um, because like even the Bible says, if you seek wise counsel, you will have wise counsel, you know? So I think that the people who, who are behind the scenes, um, one, I guess, I don't know, you know, they call people the handlers, whoever her handlers are, are not handling her correctly. <laughs> Number two, um, she is um, acting out of emotional type things you know and it's very rash mm -hmm. um and she's been in the in the um, industry for so long um however one of her problems is she keeps relying on the past i did this in the past and everybody's like hello what have you done since then you haven't done anything since the queens of, i mean she has things since the queens of comedy but she keeps saying well i'm a comedian i did i did the queens of comedy um honey it is all the way 2022 you're going to have to come with something else, you know? And then also she should know your relationship. Like the, the entertainment industry is very small. It's almost like any other industry. If you're a mechanic, you know the other mechanics in the city. You know, if you are a chef, you know the other chefs in the city. Wherever you are, you know who works in your industry and you know who's good and bad. So why would you ruin your reputation with the other people? You have to work with these people. You have to see them again. Right. It's not like you could just be like, nah, I went off on you now. Uh, right. These are the main players. What are you yeah. doing? And Monique, look, you went to Milford Mill. So that was a rivalry of, of Randallstown. So, I mean, you know, maybe you acting like a Milford Miller. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, love, love. Oh, I'm getting so much hate from the Milford. No, Milford oh, people. Yeah. I love them. You, you started know. something. Yeah, I know I'm starting something, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, uh, you represent Milford Mill. That, I mean, look, we would go get your girl, Mil Millers. Go get Please. your girl, because you know we we handle our folk. I'm I'm thinking back to all the Rams through the years, and our Rams are making us proud. I'm just saying. So come <laughs> on, Millers, get y'all's girl together. Mm. Um, well, anyway, we're going to see how this plays out. Let's go ahead and take a quick break because we got some other things to talk about.
Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. So let's do a quick head-to-head real quick. I don't know. Are y'all following the NBA Finals? Are y'all following uh, the NBA Finals? Who y'all got? Who y'all not got? Not really. I know who's playing, but I'm not following, really. You're not following it, really? How about you, Crystal? You following it? You're a basketball no. fan, I am a basketball fan, but I have been so busy with everything else yes, we, we in life that I haven't had time to watch it. Stop getting your passport stamped and all that stuff. That's what the conversation <laughs> yes, you have. Um, well, look, I am not. I, I well, y'all, y'all didn't make this fun, but I. Those that know me know that I was a late bloomer when it came to like watching sports. Like I played them, but just to sit down and actually sit and just dedicate my time to sit and watch. That's I, I could find other things to do, but I guess I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or whatever, but I've actually found myself enjoying sitting down and kind of watching and enjoying. And I'm not really a big NBA fan, but I do enjoy watching the Warriors like I do. Y'all could call me a band a bandwagon fan, although I've been I've been on the Warriors kick for a, a number of years. Uh, I just they make watch it to me that I enjoy watching them because they make the game look fun. Like I just I just think that they're a good team, but. Last night, Draymond Green did not have the best of nights. (laughs) He did not have the best of nights. So much so that Coach Kerr, Steve Kerr, pulled him out of the game. And this was a this was a major this was a major thing um, because they were saying that was a big move in the finals. Do you really pull out one of your star players? But he was I mean, his game was stinking. And let me tell you all something. This right here gave me life. This is a tweet from his mama. Please, people, stop asking me what's wrong with Dre. I don't know. Maybe this is a clone. (laughs) Left for my butt off. Where is the Draymond that helped get us here? Hmm. I have never seen this either. First of all, Mary B. Babers Green. By the way, she had... let me tell y'all something. Through the years, because she notice she has a, a check. She has a, a blue check. She's certified. She is certified, y'all. She <laughs> let me tell you something. She makes it clear when she is not happy about how the games are going. But she threw shade. I don't even know. I wouldn't even call that shade. That she was letting people know. <laughs> no, nah, don't don't come asking me. Don't come asking me about what he's doing. <laughs> I don't she said, I already did my job. I don't right. know why he's not doing his. I already did mine. Right. I'm done. I got a question for y'all. I got a question for y'all. Has your mama or even your daddy thrown shade at you? My dad's a pastor. He's always throwing shade from the pulpit. Okay. <laughs> from the pulpit in front I, of everyone. Yeah. Yes, shade, shade is just a part of the, the culture, it's I think, and black black parenting. It is. Let me tell y'all something. My mother, she on here, she'll, she'll testify. Y'all, my first sermon was not the best. It was not the best, y'all. Um, Crystal, you remember back at Cedarville, we had fellowship. We used to call it fell asleep, but it was fellowship. 
And, um, you know, the way at Cedarville, we had to, I mean, we had to go to church a lot. And back in the day, like we churched a lot. We all the church mice, you know, all three of us, we, we church mice. You went service on Sunday morning, Sunday night, there was service. There was something going on Wednesday, not to mention there was probably something else going on through the week. You definitely at some point on Saturday had to end up at the church. And so at Cedarville, we had, we had this thing and we, um, we, this thing called advisory seven. So add seven. And we like helped the campus pastor. He preached on Wednesdays, but on Sunday nights, we actually took rotation of preaching. And so I did my first sermon, y'all. It, <laughs> My parents drove out from Baltimore for this day. Like my parents, what I love about my parents is that there has not been any major event in my life that they were not there for. My parents and my sister, like they were always there. And the dog was there. Smokey came, he came on all the trips to, to Cedarville too. And I did this, and I don't even know if you remember this, Crystal, but I did a sermon about worship. Y'all, it, when I look back at it, it was horrible, but it wasn't horrible like on the standard of like what we were used to at Cedarville, you know what I mean? But it was horrible <laughs> for the standard like by which I grew up, right? And my mom was good about it. Like she didn't say it right away, but I do re recall a few times after I preached since then that she actually said something along the lines of, baby, I'm just going to be honest. I was worried that you may have missed your call. <laughs> well, see, like you said, I think what it was, I do remember you you uh, preaching. I think what it was, was you were used to black church mm -hmm. and it wasn't black church. That yeah. was the main thing, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, I think you were used to the talk back, the, you know, the interaction of a sermon and yeah. you actually paused for those things. <laughs> And then what happened? <laughs> and it wasn't happening. <laughs> Mike, your first lesson was know your audience. Know my audience. <laughs> that, that was his mistake. Let me tell you something. Mama, so all that to say, when I saw Draymond Green's mom's tweet, I said if, if Pamela had Twitter back then, that probably would have been one of her tweets. Um, baby, you need to really talk to the Lord and make sure you got your calling together. So... I, I I I love you, Mama. I love you, but um. Anyway, I I just had to throw. Have your parents ever thrown some shade at you? So there's that. Christy, you had something else that you weren't. Y'all, we have a pre meeting before we meet, and uh, we always talk about what we're gonna talk about. You said there was some something, but you you surprising us with it. Yeah, I want to wait a little. I want to get into a few more things before we go there. All right, what you want to do now? Uh, we we have to talk about this. The latest Nick Cannon. Uh, addition to the tribe, the starting lineup. Y'all, he about to have another baby. What number is that? Online said, I thought it was a couple babies. Like a yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> this is number, I think it's 89 or 910. I, I can't keep up, Crystal. I, I'm just, y'all, this, this is a problem. <laughs> He's got a problem. So I want to know who are these him. women that are agreeing to this nonsense. Crystal, listen. I mean, if I was another, another another lifetime without the morals that I have and the conviction that I have, I mean, that's a guaranteed, you know, I'm be taken care of situation. So yeah. I see. I I I see what they're doing. I don't agree with what they're doing. I don't condone it. But I see what they're doing. Hey. I'm going to be taken care of. My kid's going to be taken care of. So why not? 
No, but it's only financially. No, he's not going to be there when the kid is crying in the middle of the night. He's not going to be there for all the the programming and the things that the kids do or um, any type of lessons or, you know, just the, the money is not enough. Like, I wish people will realize that finances is not the only thing that you need in life. Mm-hmm. Like the child, you know, still needs love, still needs attention. Um, women, you need the emotional support when you have a child. You know, like it's a lot. Your body goes through a lot physically, the changes. But maybe that's just me. And how no. old is he? He's what? He's at least, is he 40 yet? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he, how old is like, Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon is 40, 41. He's 41 years old, according to Alexa. Yeah. I knew he was in his 40s. Hmm. Yep. I knew that. He is the contemporary version of Papa was a rolling <laughs> stone. Listen. <laughs> and it, and the thing is, he goes back to the to the former mo- baby mamas. So well, you know, I don't think Mariah's having that. Well, I guess Mariah can. She's probably a little too old. Well, well, speaking of the things that you do to have babies, let, let's let me let's talk about this. Have y'all heard about the woman who successfully sued? I believe it was Enterprise or what, no, I'm sorry, Geico. Geico. Geico successfully sued Geico because she got an STD. I think it was the um, oh, which one? Which STD was it? It's the one that can cause cancer. I'm sorry, I can't HPV. remember the name of it right now. HPV. HPV. Yes. She got HPV because she had intercourse with some man in his vehicle. He had HPV, knew he had HPV, and gave her HPV. And because she now has to deal with the ongoing, you know, medical situations that come from that, almost like him, her having an accident in the car with him, she successfully sued Geico for the injury. For $5.2 million. $5.2 million. Now, whether Geico will actually have to pay that remains to be seen, but the, the, the court did agree that she had a valid lawsuit. Can y'all oh, wait. I didn't, hear, I didn't hear that part. I knew she sued him, but it oh, actually yeah. was valid. Yeah. Really? Yes. They said that the, because when, when she first did the lawsuit, Geico basically dismissed it like, I'm not, you know, doing this claim, and they didn't they did not do the proper, um, I guess, uh, representation for their client, for their, um, um, sorry, mommy, mommy brain is still real after almost a year. Uh, their customer, right? So apparently there's a, a procedures and steps you have to take, but they kind of dismissed it, probably thought it was frivolous, like, please, we're not paying this, right? And so time went on and she pursued it and the, yeah, Jax is barking, and uh, they were like, you had time to appropriately represent your customer, your client in the situation and you didn't do it. Therefore, we're, we're awarding her this $5.2 million. So, wow. of course, they're appealing and all of that. But, yes, she got HPV because she had sex in the car with a, a Geico uh, customer. And um, she was successful. I, I'm impressed. Well, you know what? And I'm going to probably get dinged for this. I'm curious as if it makes it to the Supreme Court what they'll rule on it. Because that's interesting. I mean, because that, I mean, that's a whole lot. So, I mean, at this point, you could you could, you could catch COVID from, some, from a car, like riding in a car with somebody. It opens up a, a can of worms. I'm saying, yeah, there's so many 
how do you know you got it from him? Like, because he because they did the whatever they found out he had. How do we know that she didn't have it before? No, they did. They did all that. They investigated that. They found out he had it. They found out that he knew he had it. Oh. And all of and that. she had so, her records, her health records indicating that she didn't have it because she had her yearly checkups and stuff. So yep. they your records show that you didn't have it. And then all of a sudden oh. you have after you um had intercourse with this man. Wow. So she could she could prove that she got it from him. Yep. Wow. Isn't that something? I have no words. <laughs> I, I knew about the lawsuit. I didn't know. Wow. You know what, y'all? I'm gonna let y'all sift on y'all marinate on that for a minute. Uh, we're going to go ahead and come back in 30 seconds. Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can create. Oh Lord, have mercy! Mm, that, are we ready for my? Are we ready for mine? I think so. I think okay. I'm ready. I'm, I'm okay. Ready. Okay, y'all. I read an article this morning that we're. This is about Putin. Okay. Okay. When he goes to other countries and does whatever he does, do you know that when he has to um, go to the bathroom, number two. That there are literally guards who take his feces and they ship it back to Russia. They take it back to Russia. I believe it. Because they don't want anybody to have access to it and be able to diagnose anything that's going on with him health-wise. Y'all, when I... Can you... I believe it. Can you believe that? I believe it. I believe it. He is that. He is that paranoid. He is that... He's that paranoid. You saw well, you saw the, the the pictures of when he was meeting with different leaders. He had like this long table. He doesn't, he's he's par he's the epitome of paranoid from what I hear. It's amazing how paranoid he is given what he does. Absolutely. Like, well, I'm sure that's why he's paranoid. But I mean, you would think if well, I I think it's that chicken and the egg situation with that. But y'all. Crystal, yeah, are you crazy. are you a stuck? I think you just. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it though. It's, it's. I am sitting here thinking, and I know this is. I don't know if you could air this, but is he going in a bag, like a plastic bag? Like, no, apparently not. Apparently not. It. I read the whole whole thing, and so what happens is he goes to the restroom. There are you know guards with him. He goes to the restroom. He uses the restroom. These guards, a guard, goes in after him. They get the specimen and they bring it out in some kind of suitcase or something and it goes back to Russia. I've never. I, I, you could have bought me for two cents whenever that. I, they got some chains back. Got some chains back, Christy. Could have bought you for two cents and got some chains back. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I, he is. <laughs> well, how do you put that on your resume or your LinkedIn profile? That's your duty. It'd just be like a dog walker. Something about Holly Secure, a protection of Holly Secure, something, DNA. No, that must be other duties as a sign. 
the dookies as a sign. No, that is your only. I think you touch it, nothing else. That is the only dookie. <laughs> that is. I, now, what, what what source did you get this from? Did you get this from the Onion or? Oh, no, no, it's real. Yo, I should have written down where I got it, but it, no, it wasn't. I did. We're gonna, to to, we gonna need to go back to eleventh grade English. Cite your source. We yes, you are. Google it. Google it. <laughs> we if gonna you, have if to I'm wrong, come back and tell me. A doc. Look for when I did my dissertation. A document. Um, a document. Not document. Um, document check. Something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that's that's a doozy, but I, I had to. Wow, you know what? The, the 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 blank stares we are getting in the chat. We are getting <laughs> chat. Annette, her face. Kevin just gave. <laughs> no, I know no words. No, no words. I mean, I. I have so many questions. Mind goes there. I have so many questions. Like, I'd be, can you just imagine that conversation? Like, when the person is told that that's their job to do that? Like, I respectfully decline. No, they, I don't think you can. I don't think you can tell Vladimir Putin you don't. I mean, you can. There'll be consequences. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we see what he does to people. Right. Oh, my gosh. Maybe though, maybe he wanted to hire a professional, so he went to like the zookeepers of, um, of Russia. Like, who is the best pooper scooper here? For <laughs> your skills. But wait a minute. So this is what this is what you. <laughs> there's so much here because that's his duty when he go. Their duty when they go on trips with him, or maybe I mean I'm sure they got other things. Yeah, other things. They were saying that he they're. They're they're also responsible for his security or whatever. I guess like you said, other dookies as a sign. Mm. Yeah, y'all. So that's that. I, I'm glad I could uh, share that with you. I I had to hold that so that I could get your uh, your reactions live. I didn't Annette want that. Said day one, me. I quit. Annette said day <laughs> one, I quit. Right, and, and that's a sign to all of you who think your jobs are trash. Yeah, your job. Yes, be grateful. A whole lot of listeners right. are rethinking Thank you, Lord, whether or not they hit their job. For keeping me from danger seen and unseen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I praise you. Let's take our last break. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse jobs out there. there. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I oh I, I just have nothing and I don't know where our last break is. Well, you know what? Mm. <laughs> Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Wow. I, I, I'm, I'm impressed. Wow. Well, next week, uh, whew, next weekend we will be back. Next weekend is a, a fun-filled weekend because we have uh, Father's Day weekend um, next weekend. I'm excited. For those of you here in the Baltimore area, I'll just put a little plug out here. I am preaching, bringing forth 
the Father's Day message at my home church, Mount Pleasant Church of Ministries here in Baltimore. Uh, service starts at 9 a.m. Um, but those of you who are not in Baltimore or you're somewhere else, you can actually stream it uh, through uh, Facebook and YouTube. Um, but uh, definitely, uh, definitely pray for your boy as I get an opportunity to share the Father's Day message. So I'm excited about that. Um, and then the next day, that Sunday also is officially Juneteenth. It is. Um, so that is the that's a special day. And uh, so we'll pr I'm pretty sure we'll do some things about that next week. So um, anyway, with that being said, we got a lot going on. Um, Mason, do you have anything you need to add, sir? Oh, nah, he's he, he good. He, he, he taking his little second morning nap. Mm -hmm. um, well, I tell you what, y'all, as always, it has been an honor and a privilege to hang out on Saturday morning with you guys. Thank you so much, Christy and Crystal, uh, for just making Headspace with Dr. Mike an awesome show. Thank you to all of our viewers and our listeners. Thank you for all your support. Feel free to send us any show ideas and uh, any prayer requests, anything you got. Glad to see you. Thank you so much. It was a great show. I, I appreciate you, Kevin and Annette. Oh my gosh, thank you, Annette. Um, Annette, I, I got to give a shot, special shout out to Annette. Annette was uh, one of the leaders um, you know, the speaker that I am today started with a program called um, AXO, National Academy, you know, Afro-Academic Cultural Technological Scientific Olympics. And so, Annette, um, I am so grateful for your um, your support through the years and uh, definitely value our friendship. Darius, one of our teammates, he said, thanks for the good conversation, was listening on my run. Man, I'm glad to hear that you were running and uh, be safe, man, uh, traveling to Missouri for the wedding this weekend. All right, y'all. I wish God's many blessings upon you all. Uh, definitely love you all and uh, definitely wish that, uh, you know, let's think about the things that we want to commit to and be committed to that commitment. With that being said, until next time, peace. Have a good week. Oh, my goodness, y'all. for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.